The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. For the person that I'm choosing not to like right now, who am I to put down what God has endeavored to raise up? Come on now. Y'all hearing this? So that's heaven's model. God said, look, everybody, he says he's saved to the othermost. God didn't put criteria on people for salvation except for faith. He says you must believe and you must confess. That's faith. He said you don't have to clean up your act. You don't have to stop smoking. You don't have to stop drinking. You don't have to stop uh, doing what you do. Just come to me just like you are. Believe that I died for you. And my blood was shed for your sins. Receive that and you're born again. And on the spot, you could be a born again smoker. Oh, this is making some religious folk nervous now. We were, don't get nervous in the service. Hunt your neighbor said, don't get nervous in the service. A born again smoker, yes. A born again smoker. On the spot, bam, born again. Spirits recreated. Because he didn't say he didn't say you have to put that down in order to get saved. But a lot of times, even in our witnessing and even in our sharing, we always want to bring up what people are doing wrong. Instead of just saying we have a savior that can take you just like you are and put his spirit on the inside of you and cause that spirit on the inside of you to change some things in you and cause you to put down what you've been doing. But let's that, not even talk about that right now. Let's not talk about your habits. Let's not talk about your mouth. Let's not talk about your sin right now. Let's talk about the Savior. Because if I can't get you to receive the Savior, I can't help you with your smoking. I can't help you with your lying. I can't help you with your teaching because you need the Savior to help you with that. Do you see that? But boy, we, we get saved for five years and we stop, we've stopped smoking. Oh, Lord. We've stopped sinning and, you know, we get ourselves cleaned up and then we, we, you know, we walk around and be like, how dare you sin? <laughs> you little rascal, you, you just were doing that three years ago. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's why I, I've, uh, when I've uh, done the training for Operation Push, I tell people, man, you don't have to go out and talk about what people do wrong. They already know they're wrong. That's one thing you don't have to tell people. You don't have to tell people when they're wrong. They already know it. And they don't need somebody else to have this, uh, this air about them and try to put them down when they when act like they never had no issues. I can tell you right now, I had some issues in my life. 
But thank God for Jesus. I thought I had it going on. I was just a little. I was always good looking. I little conceited thing. I just, you know, just, just all conceited and just, you know, I knew I was, I knew I was bad boy. Yeah, just all conceited, but I was just tore up on the inside, low self-esteem and low self-worth and and uh, lack lack of confidence. I was just all jacked up, but I, but I had I had an exterior that could cover that stuff up. I always could dress. I should have got best dressed in high school, but. They gave it some some preppy dude that he would wear sweaters wrapped tied around his neck and penny loafers with no socks. I had penny loafers on, but I put socks on with mine because I ain't wanted to light up the room when I took off my shoes. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You need to wear some socks. You need, you need to wear some socks. It absorbs the perspiration. <laughs> so I had this shell that I could cover up some deficiencies on the inside of me. But if you, but if you really examined me and li really listened to me, I wasn't, I wasn't very confident at all. And so Jesus had to work with me and, and Jesus had to, had to work on some things on the inside of me through his word to cause me to be, uh, be confident, cause me my esteem to rise up. You, you follow what I'm saying? So all of us had, all of us had issues, and so we can't, we, we, we have to fight against forgetting those times and forgetting those seasons in our lives. We don't exalt them, we don't stay there, but we gotta remember, man, that this person I'm dealing with, God has honored them like he honored me, and God, I gotta work with them like somebody worked with me because I didn't get here on my own. I had somebody helping me and working with me, so they just need somebody to work with them. Amen. So that's what Koshib Honor does. But church as usual or, 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 or religion says, if you don't measure up, we're going to keep you at arm's length. We're going to keep you away. We're going to keep you away because we want to we stay, we want to feel safe. And see, that's just an indication that you're not as mature as you think you're going to mature, as, as uh, mature as you think you are, because if you hang around sin and you are tempted to sin, you need to grow up. Oh, I felt it. I felt that quick and I felt it. Yeah, I can hang around. I can be ready in the midst of sin and I ain't be tempted. Right in the midst, don't, even be, don't even be tempted. I can walk through the alcohol aisle at the grocery store. And not even be tempted. I walk through it fast though because some of y'all, some of y'all, because some of y'all are not where I am. And say if I'm walking slow and looking at, you know, kind of looking around and somebody see me like, oh, Pastor getting ready to buy some alcohol. No, I'm not. I'm walking through to get to the, the uh, frozen food section. Amen. So I have to do those things to keep y'all okay. Like sometimes I get, uh, you know, uh, some, some uh, carbonated water. And sometimes they bring it in a, a, a fluke kind of glass with the lime on the side. I tell them, no, take that away. Give me a regular soda glass. Because see, y'all ain't there yet. Y'all cross it. Oh, 
oh, I'm drinking water. And you're like, oh, pastor drinking. No, I'm not drinking. So I do that for y'all. But the glass don't tempt me. The wine bottle on the table when you sit down don't tempt me. Some of y'all sit down and say, I wonder how that tastes. And they'll hook you up with a taste, too. They hook you up. And you, you, ask, you ask the wait, would, would you like a taste? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me a taste. Give me a taste. Give me a taste. Come on, let's get to John, John 17. I don't want to get stuck here today. I, I want to get to a place. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Listen to, listen to my statement again. Every person you encounter is one Christ has honored with his, in his life, his death, and his resurrection. Amen. Man, yeah, everyone, everyone you encounter. If you just you walk, when you leave here today and just drive down the street, if somebody driving past you in the car, Jesus died for them. When you go in the grocery store, every person you encounter, Jesus died for them. Wow, wow. When you go to work tomorrow, the biggest heathen on your job, Jesus died for. Them. Oh, wow. Wow. That person that's, 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 uh, that person that's standing on the side of the road asking for help, Jesus died for him. Everyone that you encounter, God has already, Jesus has already honored with his life, death, and resurrection. Okay, John uh, 17, let's look at verse number 20. Uh, please, John 17, 20. Uh, go back up to 16. It says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. And thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Verse 22. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. And the glory which you have given me, I have given them. Wow. That they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that 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 the world may know that thou hast sent me and has loved them as thou hast loved me. All right, Look, let me read the verse 22 out of the Amplified for you. Verse 22 says, I have given to them the glory and honor which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are one. Notice that Jesus is saying, Jesus is praying for us, the church. Just before he goes to glory, and he's saying, God, the same glory and the same honor you put on me, put on them. Y'all got to see this. This is Jesus asking the Father to give the same glory and honor that Jesus walked in, put on the church. And notice in this prayer, he didn't qualify for those who do right. 
for those who are without sin, give them the same glory that I have put on them. No, he says, if they're in the church, if they've chosen to believe in me, put the same glory and honor that's on me, put on them. Amen. So shout, say, I walk in, I walk the, in glory the glory and honor, and honor that was on Jesus. Yeah, right where you are. If you're born again, if you're in the church, in the body of Christ, Scripture says, because every prayer that Jesus prayed was answered. Amen. When he was at the tomb of Lazarus, he, he, lifted up his head, he lifted up his head and said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. Who glory to God. If anybody could pray, Jesus could pray. And here's Jesus praying to the Father. Father, give them the same glory that's on me. Put on them. And if God heard every prayer that Jesus prayed, then God answered every prayer that Jesus prayed. So if he answered that prayer, that simply means, glory to God, that we have the glory and the honor that's on Jesus on us. Are y'all hearing this? So that, that means everybody in the church, everybody in the born again, whether they're in the pulpit, whether they're standing at the door, whether they're taking care of kids, whether they're sweeping the floor, no matter what they're doing in the church, Everybody has the glory and honor that was on Jesus amen. if they're in the church. Amen. amen. I said, amen. amen. All right, everybody on this side, everybody on this side. If you're born again, stand for me. If you're born again, stand on for me on this side, this side. If you're born again, stand for me. All right, everybody over there, look over there. That's the glory of Jesus right there. Amen. All right, be seated on this side. Everybody over here, you're born again, stand up over here. Everybody born again, stand up over here. All right, everybody over here, look over there. That's the glory of Jesus. And you might have see. You might have come in here and purposely went on the other side of the room because of what, of who was sitting over here. It doesn't change the fact that the glory is on them. The honor of God is on them. So if God has chosen to honor and glorify them, what's that part? See, that's heaven's model. See, Earth says, if they don't meet certain standards. Don't pay him any mind. Heaven says everybody's important. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got to understand this. The same glory that was on Jesus is on us. Yeah. Shout with me again. I have, I have the, glory the glory and honor, and honor that, was that was on Jesus on me, on me right now. So what's heaven's model? Heaven's model is that all of us are important, all of us are significant, and all of us have the glory and the honor of Jesus on us in the church. Y'all yeah. seen that? That's heaven's model. So if that's heaven's model, we are to duplicate heaven's model in the earth. So now when I, I look at a fellow believer, I have to look at them as if they are wearing the glory and the honor of Jesus. But they just acted up, Pastor. Okay, we're going to deal with that. But we're going to still understand that they have the glory and the honor on them. And so if he's chosen to, to honor them, I need to choose to honor them. Because my model is not earth. My model is heaven. Are, are y'all getting a glimpse of how powerful this could be? If we would just embrace it and flow in it. 
I mean, I'm, 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 this is just like, this is contained power ready to explode. That if a person can understand that I can come to church and I can come to church and have some issues, but I can come to church and be saved and have a group of people that can see through my issues and still help me with my issues and help me be better. Can I mean, come on now. That's talking about freedom. Man, I don't have to put on. I don't have to make up some stuff. Now, again, hear me, though. Hear me, though. This is not designed to keep people where they are. This is designed to help people get from where they are to where God needs them to be. But we need to see them right to help them reach their destination. Because some folks, we just decide, I don't want anyone to fool with you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to somebody's home now. I don't even want to fool with you. You, yeah, I, you, you, you we, so, because we, we, we act like God, we act like God, there's, we act like there are some impossible things with God, the way we treat some people. We like, there ain't no hope for you. So what you're saying is, you are impossible for God to change. No, what you need to say is, I'm not at a place that I need to be. <laughs> see, that's not authentic. You know, that, that, that's not, uh, see, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready to deal with you. <laughs> that's what we really need to say. I, look, 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 you know what? I'm still working on I got some rough edges. And see, I still got some folk working with me. So I might need to hand you off to somebody else for right now. You see what I'm saying? See, that's being honest. But we just camouflage it like, you know, there ain't no hope for them. You're like, there were, some people act, you know, thought there was no hope for you. But thank God that nobody gave up on you. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Y'all seen this? So we need to take heaven's model. Now, let's bring it down to saint to saint. So we see heaven to earth. We see heaven to earth. Now we got to bring this thing to saint to saint. We got to take the vertical example and apply it to our horizontal relationships. Y'all see that? Because we can't stay in a vertical relationship only. Because we'll be no good horizontally. Yeah, I know I'm supposed to set my affections on things which are above. I know I'm supposed to have the mind of Christ, but I have that so I can affect this. But if I stay like this, I will miss opportunities here. Y'all seeing the picture? So now, let me take my vertical example. Jesus has honored everybody through his life, death, and res resurrection. Let me take my heavenly example and let me apply it to my horizontal relationships. Because that's, that's, wh that's where the rubber really meets the road. You can say you love God all day and, you know, don't have to do anything different. But now when you say you love people, oh, Jesus, the devil going to raise up and going to say, oh, do you really love him? Do you really love him? Do you really love him? Oh, yeah. Come on, talk to me. He'll raise his head up 
and he'll start whispering in that person's ear that you just said you loved. And they'll start doing some convulsions and, and you'll be like, what is going on? You're making it hard for me to love. But it's because the devil is testing every righteous resolve you have will be tested. Not by God, by the devil. Every righteous resolve. You ever, you ever got to a place and you was, had outs with a person and you said, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person and I'm going to go ahead and speak to him first. And you get up your confidence and you get up your gusto and you get up your boldness and you say, hello, how you doing? And they don't say a thing. And you like, you know what? You know what? You know what? I have not been saved that long. They do not know who they are messing with right now. They, at least they can say hello. Anybody been there? What's happening? Your resolve is being tested. Did you speak to them because you wanted to be spoken to? Or did you speak to them because you were obeying God? Huge difference. Because if you were speaking to them to obey God, it doesn't make a difference whether they speak back or not. You obey God. Just like when we let people into traffic, we expect a hand. Y'all don't expect a hand. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. I, I want to make sure I was talking. You expect that a hand to go up, don't you? Because that hand is a universal sign. Thank you. Isn't that right? Boy, you let some people in the traffic and you don't see no hand. You get right up on their bumper. <laughs> Am I talking to the right group? Y'all, I tell you what, I'm going to memorize your tag. You're going to never get in front of me again. <laughs> okay, did you let them in to show them favor? Or did you let them in to be thanked? Two totally different things. See, if you let them in to show them favor... Whether they thank you or not, God has seen it. Now, God then began to work on somebody's behalf to cause you to have some favor to let you in. That's right. And so I'm real, I'm real generous. Hey, look, get on in front of me because sometimes I got to get to the other side of town. I don't need nobody fooling around. Like up on the, the ramp going on Park Street. And then the person want to make a left turn. You see all the traffic going right. You, would you turn right and turn, make a U-turn and go that way? <laughs> see, that used to frustrate me. I don't frustrate me no more because I got some favor in the bank. So I know that traffic going to lighten up and let them go left so I can get on up here and go right. Because I didn't show some favor. I sold some favor. Y'all hearing what I'm saying? So whether they put their hand up or not, I'm good. Because the purpose wasn't for me to get my hand because that's my reward. Hear me, hear me, hear me. If that's what you're looking for and that's what you get, that's your reward. Don't look for nothing else. That's your reward. And see, if you're speaking to be spoken to and you get spoke and spoken to back, that's your reward. That's where it stops. And see, I want God to get on this thing. So whether you thank me or not, that's no problem. That's like I had to try train myself, train myself not to uh, always thank people who, you know, so into our lives. I used to be like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And one of my mentors said, don't thank people. I said, huh, you got to be nice. I want to do it again. 
Come on, you do too. Don't look at me like that. Y'all look at me so strange when I tell y'all what y'all be thinking. So he, 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 now he said, no, 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 no. He said, if you thank them, that's their reward. He says, what you do is you receive and then let God give them their reward. You see what I'm saying? So I'd rather have a reward from God than from man. Come on. But see, that's, that's some things that we have to develop in and get our soul under control because our soul wants to keep us on the base. The soul wants to keep us low. The spirit wants to take us high. But see, it's a fight between our soul and our spirit. And so you got to allow your spirit to prevail to drag your soul up to another level where you can receive at a higher level. Hello, this is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. Today I continue in my lesson on the culture of honor, bringing heaven to earth. Jesus said in the model prayer that as in heaven, so in earth. So our endeavor should be to model what's in heaven on the earth. And the culture of honor is the first way to do that. And so in this culture of honor, we want to embrace people where they are, understand that they have a God-given identity. The word of God says in John 17, that the same honor that was on Jesus, the same glory that was on Jesus, he asked the Father to put on the church. And so if you're born again today, you're walking in the glory and the honor that was on Jesus himself. And Jesus honored each and every one of us through his life, death, and resurrection. Praise the Lord. If that's the case, we should honor everyone ourselves. I love how Romans 12:10 puts it in one translation. It says, we should out-honor one another. So I know you enjoyed the teaching today. Uh, stay tuned. Our announcer is going to come behind me and give you some information on how you can get this entire lesson in your faith library because I believe the entire lesson will increase and bless your life. Also, if you're watching this program today and you're not yet born again, I want to encourage you to call that number on the bottom of your screen. We have prayer counselors waiting, ready to minister to you so you can receive Jesus as your personal Savior and have a relationship with God. And then lastly, before I let you go, consider supporting this ministry, supporting this broadcast, and help us take the gospel around the world through television and missions. We have what we call the Life of Faith broadcast, where we're asking people to partner with us for $20 a month to help us take this word all around the world through television and mission. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you, looking forward to your call, looking forward to hearing that you're born again on today. And again, thanks again for watching. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. It is time to embrace a new culture in the church, a culture that recognizes that everyone is valuable and important. 1 Corinthians 12 teaches that there are many members but one body, and each part of the body is necessary for the body to function properly. In this exciting teaching series, Dr. Fry challenges the hearer to renew their minds as it relates to the current culture in the church. Learn that everyone has a gift from God, how to recognize the gifts in others, how to properly honor one another, and much, much more. Your life will never be the same. Don't delay. Order the four CD set for $30 or the four DVD set for $40 by calling 1-877-342-4193 or logging on to www.fccintl.org to access our online bookstore. 
This is a must-have teaching series for every believer who wants to make an impact in the lives of others. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.